0: Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by the actor Mickey Rourke and my janky nose. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. Mickey Rourke is a classic American actor. He, uh, very handsome guy in his younger years, had a very prominent, or excuse me, promising acting career ahead of him. And as very frequently happens in Hollywood, he decided to get some surgery. Now, again, very handsome guy. If you look up any, any profile shots um, or just headshots of Mickey Rourke in his younger years, again, very handsome actor and had some talent. So he goes to get a nose job. And the doctor who does the nose job completely botches it. And then there are additional surgeries to try to repair the botching. And then you get this just very, very rough, rough looking man after the fact. And he was uh, a few years back in a movie called The Wrestler, which he played very, very well. And again, you saw the enormous talent this guy had. But when he got the award... He had this long hair, and he let half of his face get covered by this hair. He could barely look up at the camera. Now, this is a guy who, again, was this budding actor, very skilled, handsome guy, had a lot of things going for him. And as Tommy Lee Jones has shown us, you don't have to be the absolute most handsome guy to have a very, very successful, fantastic career. No big deal. But he wanted to make his face look a little bit better. Right now, look, everybody wants things to be better. That's fine. Everybody in the world. is like, I've never met anyone who doesn't want something better, want to be taller, want to be shorter, want to be more fit, want to be whatever it is. This is this is not a complex concept. But the concept that you have to understand is that it's not really your fault the way you are yet. Okay, so. If I'm born and I have a a birthmark on my face, then I have a birthmark on my face. It's not a big deal. Let's say it's a prominent birthmark and people see it. They're like, oh, there's a guy with a birthmark. And I just look back and say, yeah, I'm I'm a dude with a birthmark. That's, That's how this cookie crumbles. It's not the end of the world. But if I grew up without a birthmark and then I was making a French press of coffee and the coffee exploded right? Somehow, like I'm pushing down on it and it fires back because I didn't get the right grinding or something and it hits my face and it scalds my face and I have this massive burn, then that's kind of my fault. Now, again, that's a little bit less my fault than some other things I could do because it's kind of a freak accident. So it's like, well, shoot, who knew that the French press was going to crack and break and explode on my face? That stinks. But if I actively undertake some behavior that scars my face and disfigures me, and I was doing it to kind of improve myself, or at least attempt to improve myself, this is a 100% my fault. So say I went to get a nose job like Mickey Rourke, and I go in, and I'm like, you know, make me beautiful, whatever, and I come out looking hideous. I am the only one to blame. Now, yes, I can obviously blame the doctor, but the doctor was doing his job. He understood, and I understood that there was a certain risk involved, and maybe I picked the wrong doctor, whatever it was. But I was the one that walked in there. I was trying to make pretty good into even better, okay? And that's, that's an important thing to recognize here. And because of that, it is wholly my fault. Now, I have a, I have a decision to make here. I can try to go after another plastic surgery, and try to make it better, it could turn out worse. And then I start going down this death spiral of like trying to improve it, trying to make it worse. The whole time I'm chasing the reality of the fact that this is all my fault. It's not the way the world works. It's not like I was five foot tall and I tried to get surgery to make myself six foot tall, right, that's what I'm talking about. If I just accept that I'm five feet tall, that's not my fault, that's not my fault at all. So I could be upset with the fact that I'm five feet tall, but I'm not going to blame myself. I'm not going to say, gosh, Matt, it's terrible that you're five feet tall. It's terrible. In fact, there are times when I go to restaurants, I don't even look at the menu. I just tell the waiter, hey, order whatever you think I'm going to like. Now, this waiter has no idea who I am, but I don't really want to have the option to pick from a hundred different things. If you go to any classic restaurant, just normal restaurant, let's say they have 20 things on the menu and you have side options. You have, I don't know, let's say four side options with these 20 items. You have 80 different options on something to pick, right? Let alone beverages, appetizers, desserts. Let's say they have five desserts along with those 80 options. That's 400 options. And let's say they have 10 appetizers. Well, now I'm looking at 4,000 different combinations that I might have to pick from in order to make the best possible culinary experience, which is just absurd. I'm going out to dinner. I don't wanna have to think about 4,000 different options. It's a ridiculous thing. So in order to avoid that, avoid the pressure and the ultimate discontent I will surely have with my meal, because 4,000 options, I have to pick one I guarantee you there will be at least one other one where I'll be like, God, that would have been better. Of course it would have been better. You have 4,000 options to pick from. I will be upset if I pick something. I will have something to regret. I will have other options I could regret. I will have other things I, I probably would have liked to eat. And instead of doing that, I just say, hey, waiter, whatever you think I'll like, now the pressure of the decision is no longer on me. And the food I eat is not my fault. To some degree it is because I told the waiter to pick. But to a very large degree, I just accept that and say, hey, whatever the restaurant brings out is what they bring out. And that's what I'm eating today. So I'm not going to be upset about the 3,999 other things I could have gotten. I don't even know what else I could have gotten. I just know that I'm getting this one particular thing. And it allows me to engage my meal and my evening in a different way, because love it or hate it, it's no longer my fault. It's the state of the world. It's like being tall or short or anything, right? And perhaps the Mickey Rourke example seems a little silly because it's like, okay, well, Matt, what if your face got disfigured, right? Like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you go back, even if it was your fault? Wouldn't you try to fix your face? Well, maybe not. Actually, I was I was training recently, a good friend of mine, and. I do his jujitsu and he kicked me in the, in the face incredibly hard. Now in jitsu it's, it's more like wrestling. There is no punching or kicking. It was an accident, but he got me so hard. Blood was pouring out of my nose, right? It, I, I thought I was going to pass out. We ice packs all over my face, took 20 minutes to stop the bleeding. It was, it was a mess. And my nose was sore for over a month and a half. He got me just right. Now, luckily, it wasn't half an inch higher or lower. If it was a half inch lower, I would have lost teeth. If it was a half inch higher, my nose would have been on the side of my face, and that would be bad. So it wasn't too extreme either way. Both of those examples, I would have done something I would have said, "Hey, look, my nose is on the side of my face. I need to get this fixed." Or, "Hey, look, my front incisors got taken out. I need to get this fixed." As it is, the right side of my nose just doesn't breathe right anymore. It doesn't breathe right anymore. I I can't I can't I can barely breathe out of it, and that's not that great when you're an athlete. It's an upsetting thing, but I can still breathe out of it. And I think about it every morning, because I get up, start drinking my coffee, and. Instantly, I'm like, oh, my nose. It is what it is. But that's the point. It is what it is. I don't get up in the morning, get my coffee, and think, oh, my nose, you idiot, why did you do that? Because my nose is good enough. Sure, maybe it doesn't look fantastic. And sure, I can't breathe just right. But it's good enough, and it's not my fault. I have no regret with my nose. I have no problem with what happened that day. It was a complete accident and I don't have the regret of something happened. It was okay. I tried to make it better. If I did try to make it better and it didn't come out perfectly, now it's my fault and now I have to regret that. or dive down the rabbit hole of try to make it better again try to make it better again and who knows where that leads but what you have to think about is there are things that we all dislike about ourselves there are things that we all dislike about the world in general but for the most part they're not our faults my nose is not my fault my height is not my fault right my right foot turns out at 20 degrees. It drives me nuts. No one ever notices it, but I know it's there. The only comfort I get from it when I notice it is, hey, look, man, this is the way you were born. That's it. Just accept it. Because when you want to start messing around with your knee joints and your ankle and your heel and all of these things, a lot could go wrong with it. So just accept it. It is the way it is. We all have these things. But the more we try to augment them, the more we try to improve on these things, the more we have to take ownership of the things in our lives that we may not like. And that leads to massive plastic surgery. It leads to increased discontent with the way we look. Because you're never going to ultimately love the way you look. But you always have the fallback of, hey, look, this is me. This is me and there's comfort in that. There's comfort in just throwing your hands up in the air and saying, hey, look, this is the best I got. Love it or hate it, it is what it is. This is the way I was born. But when we modify the world to an excessive degree, we don't get to say that anymore. We have to say, hey, I made myself look like this, which is a distinctly different thing. So if you want to be a little bit happier, with the way you look or something in your life. The best option may literally be lower your expectations, accept what you have and recognize that some things are just the way the world works and that will help you avoid the pitfalls of it's not the way the world works. I did this to myself and that leads down a dark, dark path. So just accept yourself, and you might be a little bit happier today. And on that note, go out and crush it. Thanks for listening.